Welcome to Hoops R Us, the best podcast ever. Hey guys, welcome to Hoops R Us. It's your host Xander, and there has been a bunch of drama going on in the NBA. Today I got my dad with me as always, and... We have a lot of topics to talk about. We got the Lakers looking horrible. Curry is about to pass Ray Allen in threes. And the Raptors have a new vaccine rule. And I have to give you the experience I've been having lately with my AAU team. So stay tuned for an awesome episode of Hoops R Us. And we are back. Yep. Wow. It's been like two weeks. Yeah. It's been a, a long couple of weeks since our, our last episode, but you've been a little busy. Well, I've been busy with my um new AAU team, actually. I've been practicing for my basketball games recently, and I'm just putting in the work. That's it. I mean, so what's interesting is last episode, we provided a quick update to the audience regarding your middle school tryouts and your AAU tryouts. Um, obviously, middle school didn't go as planned, but to your uh, kudos to you, you made it to the final cut of a combination of 7th and 8th grade basketball team. So 8th graders are going for it, 7th graders are going for it, and you made it to the uh, final cut. So yeah, th- that's the uh, the glimmer of light that happened there. So congratulations on that, although you thank didn't you, make you. that team. Yeah. But um, everything happens for a reason. And now you did make it to an AAU basketball team known as Faith and Grind. Mm-hmm. And that's been exciting. So oh, yeah. you've had, what, three games now? How's it been? What's your personal experience been with AAU travel basketball circuit? How's that going? Well, the first two games, I was getting off to like a slow start. So... It was pretty fun the first two games, right? It was like, all right, this is pretty chill. And then the game that I had yesterday, wow. I had 11 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists with like 2, 3 steals. I went off last game. That was like the most fun game I've ever played. That was exciting. It, yeah. it was it was obviously very fun watching you play. My team won 47 to like 18. 19, something like you that. guys are you know what's interesting you guys are dominating that, that team is looking solid you guys have a unstoppable i mean that press defense you guys have is suffocating yeah but you can't do it if it's like more than 20 points or something i like mean that. well that's a good problem to have <laughs> if yeah, you guys are up by 20 i'm not too worried about not being able to press anymore but yeah that's true you guys are off to a great start a uh, huge shout out to uh coach vaughn uh uh, coach Allen, yeah. Allen Vaughn, right? That that's your uh, that's your coach. Vaughn been, Allen, I think. Yeah, so. he's been doing a great job with you guys, and yeah. um, everybody's contributing. You, you guys had a, a really nice balanced um, stat sheet at the end of the game. Yeah. And uh, I think you guys are starting to get to know how to play with each other, which is really important. But more importantly, I, I think the whole AAU circuit is is intimidating for a lot of parents, and and rightly so, because AAU is kind of the main basketball place that people know about when it comes to kind of a, a more advanced level of basketball. True. And it can be scary. This is our first AAU experience, and I must say 
we're having a really good experience. It doesn't feel yeah. intimidating. You know, as a parent, it, it doesn't feel like, like my son is, is out of his league. Um, he's learning a lot. So it's been fun. But w- what's been your perspective, it, combining practices, combining the games, the tempo, all that stuff? I think I've had a great experience with the scene because it's just fun, you know. It feels like um, I'm back at the basketball action again. and I haven't I'm played just, in two years. Yeah, I haven't played in like two years. So I'm excited just to get into basketball game in general. So, yeah. Yeah, you're also, I mean, one of the good advantages too is that you're you're much stronger than you were when you were playing basketball two years ago. You're much faster so your body has definitely taken shape and it's helped you kind of keep up the pace of the game. I mean, how's that been? Because it's, I feel like you guys are fast breaking every possession. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last game I played like every minute actually. Yeah, you pulled an Iron and, Man. Like, I was so exhausted though. And I guess because I haven't like, it's been a while since I've gone up and down the court, you know, playing the basketball game and stuff. I've been used to like baseball speed and stuff like that. Now I have to turn to basketball speed, so... It's it's definitely a lot more exhausting, but you know what? You hung in there and you you were making plays. So yeah. it's good that, like I said, that you've been kind of working out these last two years and being just physically active a lot. Um, but I would say basketball is like one of it's up there in my list as the most fun sport to play. I think it's the most fun sport you're, you've played because it's so fast paced. I mean, you're 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 good at baseball, you're good at football, but in basketball, you're so passionate and. It's so just back and forth. If you miss a shot, you get another chance to take another shot. In, in baseball, you kind of got to wait, you know, till everybody bats or you got to wait for somebody to hit the ball to you. Yeah. So the pace of it is definitely very different. And I, I think uh, it seems to me, at least, that you're having the most fun playing basketball. I mean, if you see it from that perspective, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely uh, so far so good. Um like I said, Sanders had a great experience. So huge shout out to uh, to Faith and Grind. He's doing a great job out there. It's a great organization ran by uh, Coach Mike. So um, yeah, Coach Mike. huge shout out to them. They're they're doing a really good job, and, and the kids are having a blast. All right, so uh, l- let's talk some NBA. NBA. Yeah. What do we got going on there? Well, let's hit on this because well, let's just hit it on. Zach Randolph got his jersey number retired Ooh, by Memphis Grizzlies. Bullies get bullied. Have you ever heard that saying? <laughs> no, I haven't. But I know he was a bully. I know that for sure. I forgot who he said that to, but for some reason that's like oh, the phrase. Oh, DeMarcus Cousins. I oh, remember that. Go. He there said that go. to DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, so DeMarcus was, was like, being a tough guy, and he was like, where I'm from, bullies get bullied. Yo, <laughs> that was like back when the NBA was not that at, that soft as it is right now. I mean, hey, there's still a lot of chirping. I saw I saw um, Kevin Durant hugging and, and I mean, halfway – what? I don't know what you want to call that to uh, Trey Young. Trey Young, he was <laughs> chirping at him, chirping, but hugging, massaging him. I don't know what you want to call thing, that. Though, like Probably Kevin, illegal in some states. Yeah, like Kevin Durant, he just said it was just a little chit chat. You know, I've known the kid for like ten years. Or no, respect, I've known him since he was oh, 10. 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. So it's all, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but you know, yeah, he shout out to Zach Randolph. That's that's good for him. Yeah, Zach Randolph was a huge impact for the Memphis Grizzlies, actually. Back when, what, Mark Gasol and Mike Conley led the team to, like, victories and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was the backbone. He, he was a defensive oh, yeah. guy, and he was tough down low. He was, like, a power forward Patrick Beverly, except just better, I feel like. 
probably on the offensive side. Um, KD got fined. I heard. Yeah, he had some, got some colorful words to say to some fans. Colorful words. I mean, of course, KD. KD has been getting to a lot of like um curse words, or like like to like fans and stuff. Like, remember the message someone sent him that he's trash or something. Then he said "f you" or something like. He is. KD I mean, so soft. Yeah, he, he. Charles KD is soft. Just so you know. <laughs> if you he he, he wears his emotions on his sleeves, you know. So KD just has very little filter when it comes to anybody like going after his feelings and whatnot. He listens, to, to say the least. I mean, I think he he's trying to say I'm defending myself, but it's more like you're just being childish. This is true. This is true. But that said, I mean, the Nets are looking good again, right? The Nets are still yeah, solid. Yeah, I guess. But with Kyrie, you know they would be better right now. At this point, I don't know about that. I think Kyrie would just be more of a distraction. Kyrie has been... They they really haven't ever adjusted to having the big three in that lineup. How many games have they ever even played together? Like four. Like exactly. That. So what are they really At missing? At least four. Like it was. They'd have to like start from scratch to like you know get used to each other because I mean, Harden and and Durant are now learning how to play with each other. Yeah. So, but uh, now Kyrie and Durant and Kyrie and Harden have to get used to playing with that, each that's other. That's just that's just difficult. That's difficult. But you know what? Like I said, the Nets are, are looking good. Just because Kyrie's such a problem, though. Like, how can you figure him out? Like, what do you, like, what do you give him in order for him to, you know, can't play? give him anything. Like, it, it's something that you can't even provide. So Yeah, the vaccine, right? He has to get in order to come back and play. Yeah, which he he's won't not, take. He's not even injured right now. It's crazy, though. Kyrie's such a, such a big problem. But either way, you know what? They're on top of the standings, and they're, they're doing what they got to do. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about the Blazers. So they recently rejected the 76ers for like any tree talks with Dame. Cause I, I, th- I don't blame them. I think I saw something that said Dame wanted to play with Ben Simmons though. Maybe, but at this point now McCollum, I mean, let's provide this update too. He had a collapsed lung. Oh yeah. I feel bad. Yeah. I can't imagine that a that, collapsed lung. Some That's a really unique injury but um obviously a, a huge health issue yeah that's a health thing. and not only that if, if people retire because of that actually like put it because this way of health issues if the portland trailblazers were thinking of creating a package that included mccullum to the 76ers which i think would have been a great trade but mccullum to like trade for, for ben, ben simmons, simmons yeah and some draft picks probably but now with mccullum out there goes that trade yeah that's true and once again, I think Dame won as a player bench, so they were going to think about that trade. I don't, I don't know. I mean, for what? I think Dame, I mean, I don't know. Because Dame and CJ had been together too long and up to the point where they're not going to turn to a Giannis and a Middleton story. Yeah, but they're because like. Because I think it's too late. I thought they got along great, though. So They do. They don't, but they do. It's like a Michael Jordan and a Pippen relationship. I, I mean, Pippen puts too much disrespect. All, if we're putting. Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum in a sentence with MJ and Pippen. No, not like as a great, but like, you know, as a relationship. As far as chemistry? Yeah, as far as chemistry. I don't know. Listen, at the end of the day, they're just not talented enough. And I think think Portland is starting to panic because Dame Lillard is like a superstar that's not getting any younger. What is he, like 31? Yeah, Dame, Dame Lillard's like 31, 32, somewhere there. Yeah, but... 
I don't know. Like, they're not going to win championship. They can't turn into Giannis. Because the thing is, one, they're in the West, the toughest conference, by hands down. Two, like, Giannis and the Bucks, like, they always at least would make the playoffs. Giannis and Middleton keep making it to the conference well, finals. Portland keeps making the playoffs. They make the playoff, but, like, get you're expected to see them out of here, like, in the semifinals or the first round. I think Portland should not trade Dame no matter what. Hold Why? on to him What's, and try to figure out. What, what are you going to do? do with Dame anymore? What are you going to do without him? Turn into some team that's rebuild, waiting another 10, rebuild, 20 years for another Dame? At this point, yeah, because Dame ain't, he ain't going to win the chip there. Which, which, by the way, and I hate to kind of flip-flop, but ter- let's turn our quick attention over to the Pelicans. Your boy Zion Williamson oh, looks like he is like the next coming story of Greg Oden. No. How about that? Don't do that because Greg Oden can't, can't average 18 points somewhere. Listen, Greg Oden, wasn't was Greg Oden the first pick or the second? Yeah, he was the first. But He look, was the first wait, pick wait. with a lot of hype. But the thing is, Greg Oden, like his rookie season, didn't make impressions. As soon as Zion got off that injury list in the rookie season, he I, went off. I don't the, think Greg Oden even played his rookie season like exactly, that. He didn't, actually. So that's and what I'm Zion saying. Zion like, did, though. So Zion's not going to turn into him. Listen, but Zion, he's got a weird body. And what now I mean by he that is, he's, he's fat. He's f- not only is he fat, but he's ridiculously athletic for a guy that's a just power forward. too big. <laughs> you got to be a lot more slim and slender to be able to pull off some of the stuff that he does. So he puts a lot of strain on his body. And now he just has surgery and his foot is still swollen. It's not looking good. I don't think he's going to play the season. Yeah, I think he is, though, because we have a lot of games coming and Zion... He might come back. He was. He might come back this month if any if things go like really well, but they're not. So I know. I know when he's gonna come back. All right. Well. Well, speaking of injuries, I'm gonna just hit on my guy Clay Thompson. Yeah. Uh, Clay Thompson, watch. He's been looking pretty good in the Santa Cruz Warriors, the G League team. He's not playing there, but he's doing like rehab and stuff, right? So. I think Clay Thompson is going to come back, you know, come back, actually, like, guaranteed come back. Wasn't he supposed to be back before Christmas? The week of Christmas. Oh, you guys are going to get a nice little Christmas gift. Exactly. And then chips come. Then, you know. Getting a little ahead of yourself. Okay, fine. But look at our record and look at the Lakers record. Uh, why are you comparing us to you to the Lakers? Focus because on, the, Lakers focus are on like, the Phoenix Suns. That's what you need to focus on. Okay, we beat them once. They beat us once. Here we go. Hey, listen, I'm not going to lie, though. That was a big win. Because for you guys to beat them then it, it, without Yeah, but they again, didn't have Devin Booker. And you guys don't have? Clay. Exactly. So, to so me, every to me, loss, tomato. we can make that excuse, though, that we don't have Clay Thompson. Right. I mean, I think... You know what? What? Hold on. Actually, before we move off from the G League conversation, did you see Jello Ball? <laughs> yeah, Jello Ball is in the G League now, right? Yeah, he's in the Came Swarm. Back. He's mm-hmm. the, he's in the Hornets G League. He got like fourteen points, I want to say. In six games, he hasn't even been played. They've been playing him like such short minutes, and suddenly they gave him some time to play, and he killed it. He 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 can produce. He's a he's a ball he's a ball brother. Do you, you know all what's of the ball brothers. I really thought he was not good at all. Like I didn't get the same vibe that I saw from like Lonzo or because Lamelo. Because Lonzo and like Lamelo, they get all the attention. 
He's the middle child. He's supposed to come out of nowhere. It's gonna that's gonna be his like job and stuff. I think he. I think he can. I think he's in a position where he has to realize. Not that I'm gonna be the next, you know, superstar, and he's got to drop that ego a little bit. But if he looks at the path that Seth Curry had, Seth, Seth went to the G League too, and Seth came out of Duke, and he was hyped. He was in a in a he in was a, hyped, huh? He was a lottery pick, wasn't he? Like a top ten? He didn't get drafted. Seth Curry did not get drafted. No, no way. He wasn't that good. He was in Duke with Kyrie. You expect Kyrie to pass? I remember he made, oh no, with Rivers. I'm confusing him with um with the Rivers. Oh, kid. Rivers, yeah. Yeah. But he did want to do, though, Seth Curry. No, I know, I know. But he didn't get drafted? Nope, undrafted in 2013. He had to go to the Santa Cruz Warriors. Wow. He actually played one game, though, with the Golden State Warriors, with Curry. Well, either way, I think the point's still valid. So, Seth Curry has traveled through the G League. He's become a premier three-point shooter. He's become a scorer off the bench. And he's created himself a, a pretty solid NBA career right now. He's yeah. on track to be a solid role player. So if, if role if, player, I think he's like he's a solid starter, not for nothing. Without this Ben Simmons, he's a good like kind of backup to him because Ben Simmons plays point guard, Seth Curry plays point guard or shooting guard, and Seth is like averaging eighteen a game. That's pretty. That's in, that's amazing. I'll be honest with you. Like, first of all, to be on the shadow of your big brother, who's like a god. Yeah, sir. And to still be able to like find your footing in this league, which is extremely difficult. It doesn't matter that you could be anybody's brother. Listen, if there's not a spot for you in, those, in that twelve man roster, they're not going to take you. So I think Jello's going through that in the G League, and he's been very impressive. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if the G League is easier. I don't know if he's... It is, but it's not, but it is. He's been... Impre- Every time he's played significant time, he's been impressive in the G League. That's what sure. I gotta say. Just, just our ball brothers um, watch. I just think he's a little too immature. Let's see. Maybe he's maturing. Angelo, let's think about this. One, he has some off-court problems here and there. Yeah, and we his remember college what he did time. in college, yeah. Yeah, right? I don't think teams can trust him because... He's got his, money already. He got money already. He probably already got Tesla. Not even. I. I, I wouldn't be shocked. And his ego's a little too much. I mean. I think his father's ego's a little too much. So for. Lavar Ball. Unfortunately. Here's the thing, though. Lavar Ball had. His ego is the reason why his two little sons named Lonzo Ball and Lamelo Ball are like it? succeeding. Because no, well, is it because of his ego? Is it because he helped train them and he put in the work with them? But both. <laughs> if. Like, you can tolerate... What do you mean by ego, though, of LeVar? LeVar is just a mouth. You know, first of all, let's put aside what he did to get his kids there, right? So he probably got them into, like, basketball academy academies, trainings. He raised them to be... He invested in his, his kids. Kudos for that. Father to father. I think that's incredible. That being said, you can tolerate the crazy dad and, and the dad that's all over the media and trying to, like, you know, get clicks and stuff. You can tolerate that when... The, the guy you're talking about is LaMelo Ball or Lonzo Ball. But if when, your son is LaMelo Ball or Lonzo Ball, how can you not have a mouth like that? Time like, out. Have you heard? They are so popular. What's your point? Have you heard Steph Curry's dad mouthing off and being on the Stephen A show and talking and talk, making all these crazy Stephen guarantees? Does Stephen Curry's dad have two sons that might be all-stars this season? Yes. <laughs> no way. Oh my. You just said it. 
Yes, you just said that that um I mean Lonzo I and Seth Curry averaging just 18. So what? Lonzo and Seth Curry are not that far off from skill sets in terms of their contributions. But still, the point is he's the only dad that has like a crazy mouthpiece on him. So you can tolerate that when the kids are pretty good, but with Jello who's not that good, at least not yet, then people may not want to deal with the drama, you know? Is he talking about like Jello though? Is he He's the Jello's the only kid that LeVar Le- doesn't mouth on that much. Well, because he's not at his games to get interviewed and whatnot. He's only at the other two games, but I'm pretty sure if you put a microphone in front of him, he will talk. Yeah, but I don't know. LeVar Ball has always been like that. Yo, he just... Oh. Yeah, actually, I have a funny he, comment. He said that he said that LaMelo doesn't get advice to Michael Jordan I, because... Yes. Talking about a, a mouthpiece. Because Michael Jordan... Because he hasn't won a ring since... What? 20 years 20 or whatever. Years. Yeah. You see what I mean? LeVar no, has got a mouthpiece on him. You just you just talked about the goat right there. Like you got to chill at that. S- point. Something funny that um that Del Curry said. So you know how LeVar Ball has a hat that says Oh yeah, I, I saw this. So. Yeah, and then Le- and then his and then Del Curry was like, "I didn't know." Yeah, <laughs> Something like that. He said my hat would have said I had no idea. Yeah, to <laughs> Stephen Curry, right? Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, but Stephen Curry like, I think ever since he was a kid, he looked better than Seth. I like, guess. after those interviews with Dell and stuff, uh, well, he was making half-court shots in the Raptors court. I don't know, because ultimately, Stephen Curry went to Davidson while Seth Curry went to Duke. I don't know if Seth Curry got to Duke because Stephen had already been successful. I, yeah. I'm, my cross, my, my I mean, timelines may be off. Well... You're, it's not because Seth Curry got drafted what 2013, 2012. Curry was dealing with like injuries and stuff. So it wasn't good yet. So then, that being said, who was the better high school player? Maybe it was Seth. He went to a better mm, college. Maybe, maybe it wasn't though. Cause think about it. I think the name. I think, I think well, it was the name. I think at that point, Stefan had already gotten popular enough where he got drafted quicker. Like he was well, a lottery pick. Stefan, no, no Duke wanted him because of his size. Right. Seth. Well, I think because his brother just proved to all those colleges a small body can make that NBA, that maybe this another small body just like his brother can make it too. So let's get him. Ever thought of it like that? Well, I guess. I mean, you know what? So let's just quickly transition and let's talk about the god. Oh, Stephen the, Curry. The, the GOAT, the best player that ever walked the planet. In the, the world planet. right now. In the world. Right now we are on record watch. So what he is needs- the latest? Curry needs seven more three-pointers to pass Ray Allen. I think pass or tie one of them. And you know, whoever he's playing, if it's a whack team, we all know he's trying to break the record. I think he's been trying to break the record three games ago. <laughs> he's playing Indiana. Steph Curry could go off the against record. anybody. It could be a great team. It could be a crappy team. Well, he's been like off to a little shaky lately. Yeah, he's been choking a little like he usually does in big moments. Oh, okay. I see. I see. So we don't want to talk about your Lakers who are doing trash. All up right. To we'll, the point. we'll talk about the Lakers, but yeah. let, let's talk about, let's Big finish, moments. let's finish with Curry. So Curry's on his way to being the best three point shooter ever. And Ray Allen made an interesting comment because Ray Allen was asked. He says something like, depends on who you ask is the right. best shooter. Yeah. So like, what does that mean? For me, anybody who you ask they ain't gonna say you, buddy, because you're not that guy anymore. I think I think he's trying to throw in the clutch factor, which 
Raylan is it more does depend clutch on who you than ask. Curry, if you think about it. So then it who is the be. best three-point shooter? Is it the guy that took more threes? The guy that makes more threes? Or I the guy that scores cur- more threes when it's well, necessary? Well, look, Ray, Ray Allen is a clutch guy in general, though. And a three-point killer. Yeah, but Curry's just a better three-point killer. In cl- add the clutch, add all these moments, he is the best, better three-point shooter. Ray Allen is probably the better clutch player, and he doesn't have to go three-point. He could probably hit it from mid-range or something. He's probably a, a clutch player, even more clutch than Steph, but Steph is a better three-point shooter than Ray Allen. Um, I mean, listen, I'm not going to argue with you there. I agree. I think <laughs> exactly. Steph Curry's the best three-point shooter ever. I think he changed the game. He changed the game. And Ray Allen. And I, w- I just hope Ray Allen is not taking, you know, that sour Gatorade. <laughs> I don't think so Ray Allen never doesn't have that personality he doesn't have an ego so either right but but you know what I think nobody likes to see their records broken but hey you never know no one likes to see the record they could either be well some can be proud of it technically but some are like salty or like you know sour about it like you just said but I don't know Ray Allen's not you know he's not he's not the best three-point shooter that if you ask anybody it depends on who you ask no, I think you could ask anybody. It is what it is. So let's but, go ahead. Let, let's but, talk. Let's but talk. wait, wait. But who would you ask? Would say three? Say Ray Allen. I, I don't know. I, I think the game has changed. So I, I think he's trying to sprinkle in some of that clutch factor, and he's trying to sprinkle in the fact that the game changed because now you're Not encouraged because, yeah. to take a bunch of threes, whereas before only if you make them you're allowed to take all those threes. Okay. So I, I think I think that's what he's trying to say. But hey, Curry's about to pass him anyway, so. There we'll see go. there. We'll see there. there. You think he'll pass him by today? Today he doesn't have a game. Oh, when do they play again? Indiana, I think tomorrow. Do I think he's going to pass You think it? he's going to hit seven threes in one game? I don't see it. Not how he's been shooting lately. I think he's going to hit five threes today. I mean, against the Pacers, and then the next game he'll break it for sure. There I think go. the next two games he's actually – give it three, three games max. He's going to break the record, though. Can we all admit that he's definitely breaking the record? Yeah, the, unless the, no injury, unless an injury comes, he's breaking the record. Even then, he'll come out in a wheelchair and just hit those threes. Exactly. All right, so let, let, let's do what you wanted. So, let's so talk let, about let's talk the Lakers. Lakers there. Let's talk Lakers. So right? the Lakers have been playing horrendous. They have like a 500 record. My thing is, though, aren't they like just the seventh seed at least, though? It's still a playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, but seeding doesn't matter as much, not this early on. I think after the All-Star break is where people start caring about seeding. What matters more is how does the team look? Like, can they win even the games that they're sloppy in? And with the Lakers right now, the answer is no. They can't even beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the Oklahoma City Thunder lost by 73 points. To a team that didn't even have their superstar. That is crazy. Memphis blew them out by 70-plus points. That's crazy. That might be a record. That is a record. It is a record. That is insane. But um, But the the Lakers Lakers did have a big game. So right when they were, like, reeling, they had that game against the Celtics. And the big three delivered. Oh, yeah. All three of them had a big game that game. I think Le- LeBron would. They LeBron were like had 30. Westbrook had 24, but Davis had like seven. Davis had 17 and 16 rebounds. So oh, yeah, great. He's the next Chris Bosh. Isn't that great? Yeah, exactly. And then it, you know Westbrook it should be the other is way like D-Wade. Yeah, but huh? Yeah, it's so. Well, I think points wise, like Anthony's supposed to be the best player in the Lakers right now. I think he is already. 
Is he? Yeah. You think Anthony hey, Davis so is the best let's not player go with Stephen Lakers? H. Let's not go with Charles Barkley. Meanwhile, he's saying D- Davis is not delivering. He's not. 17 points, it sounds like Chris Bosh. He's averaging 24, 10, and 3. It's not bad. That's not bad. But he, I sh- think- but he should be the, the hands-down best player on the Lakers, even like an MVP season type level. And he's not. He's like already, he's cruising. But no one is. No one is, though. Oh, yeah, so Steph Curry's not playing no, lights I out No, I meant right on now. the Lakers. Well, that, that's the point. It should be him. He's the best player on the Lakers, but it still looks like it's LeBron. No. I think LeBron has gotten injured too much, and now it's not him so anymore. So right now, you're telling me the best player in the Lakers is not LeBron James? Yep. Who is it? Anthony Davis. I don't know. Westbrook is inconsistent. Of course not. So it's not Westbrook. I don't consider Anthony Davis. He's not. He hasn't. You know, he hasn't impressed me this year. And and but to his credit, a part of that might be that he's not trying to go long minutes and trying to go crazy because he's trying to be healthy. For the playoffs, which is where he can definitely turn it up and, and drop 30-something points with, like, 15 rebounds. Mm-hmm. He's got the ability to do that. So if this is all a matter of pacing himself, I'm all for it. And I think he's on the Lakers, Dad. He's not on the Pelicans anymore where he could average 28 and 10. He's not a on a point. team that needs him to score 28 and 10 anymore. That he is has a really Westbrook point. who could have a triple-double, or he has LeBron who can score 36 his age. He could score 36 <laughs> points. 36. He's 36, right? And Davis could just do his job being a rebounder because he hasn't been he didn't do much of that in the bubble if you think about it. That's true. He was struggling with the rebounding. Yeah, like he averaged 7.9 rebounds compared to his previous seasons where he usually averages like 10, 11, 12, 10. So yeah, I think AD is the best player though still. You know, it was interesting. So when they were playing the Celtics, there was a little, um, you know, who are the best Celtics versus who are the best Lakers? Ooh. That's an interesting debate. Like, let's go kind of position by position. So where did I, I see that post? I, I don't even think you got to go position well, by position. But Well, okay. So they based it off that little thing. They based it off of decades. So in the 60s, it was like. Wilt Chamberlain versus Russell? West, I like West more versus Russell because I think West was mostly in the Lakers than Wilt Chamberlain. Although Wilt was really dominant, I think it's West versus Bill Russell, not not Wilt Chamberlain versus Bill Russell because mostly in the finals it was Jerry West versus Bill Russell Makes and sense. Jerry. Ru- but they didn't like Russell win well, all those. Well, look, and w- <laughs> Wilt didn't beat Russell either. But look, Wilt versus. Bill Russell, like when Wilt was on the Lakers, it was Bill Russell's last season. They made the championship, both teams. The Celtics won. Jerry West still got the finals MVP. That's what should have happened when they gave the MVP to Andre Iguodala. He did nothing. He should have gave it to Curry. They should have given it to the Easily, Curry also did nothing. Yes, he did. They should have given it to LeBron. He averaged like 27. He averaged a bunch of choke jobs all series long. Like, he was not recognized as the most valuable player in the championship of the Warriors. But I don't think now in the NBA, because think about it, that's in the 60s where people sometimes make up stories as well. Like, No, I'm with you. Where's the cameras right, so, at so when Let's get more to the closer times. So now let's get into the 90s. So, well, hold up. 60s? Well, 60s is Will, well, no, Bill okay, Russell versus West, right? Who's 70s? 
know. Exactly. Let's go to the 90s. 80s. <laughs> Hello, 80s. Oh, Who's Magic and Bird? Magic Who is that? I Who thought it was that? 90s. No, you're right. 80s. 80s. That was 80s. 90s. You guys had Shaq. Fine. Bird versus Magic. That's really good. Who are you taking? Oh, and the 1v1. Uh, shoot. Bird. Bird can score better. And it's a 1v1. You don't pass Magic, so it's Bird. I agree. But then who's the better overall player? Five versus five. Magic. Is I think I still go Bird. Bird? Uh, that's so, you know what? Maybe not. I mean, pe- so like, uh, I mean, I mean, Magic is considered the best point, one of the best point guards ever. I don't he know. might be the best point guard of all time. Maybe I do Magic. go Magic. But Bird was a killer, man. Bird shot. He did a game where he only shot with his left hand, and he's dropped 30. 30. You, you should try that. Try shooting with just your right yeah, hand. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll do that with right hand layups. Or not. I can't do that with a jump. How can you just switch hands and be look comfortable just shooting with I your left? I bet he didn't shoot any threes that game. He did. No I think way. he did. Yes, he did. He shot for sure with his left hand because that was the whole point of his little trash talk he had. So Larry Bird was Again, a... Again, making up stories. Who knows, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Larry Bird was a color, though. Okay, uh, so then we move on to the 90s. Who? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who the Celtics had. Um, Paul Pierce? No, that's 2000s Kobe versus Paul Pierce. Okay. Not, so. Well, wait. So if you really want me to guess, 70s is like Kareem versus John Havlicek. It, 90s was, I would give that to Shaq and Anton Walker. Well, there you go. Paul Pierce, Antoine Walker, Shaq, definitely the the Lakers. Yeah, but they, but that's like saying Tatum and LeBron. That's more of like, okay, it's definitely LeBron, and here it's like it's definitely Shaq. It's not. I think in the nineties in general, the Celtics weren't doing nothing. So the Lakers either. They won. They won in the late nineties. No, that's two thousands. They didn't even won a single. Yeah, but you know, even if they didn't win by '96 when it was Kobe and Shaq, they I were already mean, making playoffs and looking pretty good. Technically, that's be, that's mostly let's blame it on Michael Jordan because he mostly yeah, stole. Listen, Michael Jordan stole the '90s. Exactly. So I think let's, Lakers and Celtics, Shaq and Anton Walker. All right, so we go into the 2000s. First of all, Paul Pierce versus Kobe. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? The only reason why that makes sense. Oh, please. Oh, I know it's Kobe. I know. Uh, it's definitely Kobe, yeah. But it makes sense because Paul Pierce and Kobe looked at each other in the finals two times. And meanwhile, Shaq and Anton Walker is definitely Shaq, but it's not like they met each other in the playoffs or in the finals. Okay, I'll, I'll give it to them. But when Kobe faced Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce had Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett against Kobe. And the band of misfits. Well, he had Paul Gasol. And Paul Gasol, it. you're going to call him a misfit? Well, that's one person. Who else we had? Ron Artest. Ron Artest wasn't there yet, buddy. Yes, he was. Not in the first championship. He wasn't there yet. Lamar Odom. I think we had Lamar, yeah. You, you guys did. Okay. Lamar Odom. <laughs> but really? I, But they were so old. They weren't. A super team per se. No, they were they were a super team. It was still the big three. It was at the tail end of their career, yes, but they were still a they were not LeBron, Wade, and Bosch, but they were definitely you know good enough to still make an impact. Exactly. So definitely Kobe, right? Listen, it's the Lakers. Let's face it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and then you got LeBron now in the Lakers, and uh, well, how about the 2010 Tatum. decades? Who's that? 
Yeah, that's LeBron. I guess. Yeah. You know, and Tatum and those guys. So, like, come on. Either LeBron or Tatum or Kobe and, like, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> exactly. So, I, I think that's Probably Kobe comparison. and Isaiah Thomas. And no. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, the, the Celtics do have a lot of championships. I'll give you that much. But You guys have more. It feels like we have more superstars, as crazy as that sounds. You guys did, I think. And, yeah, like, I think the Lakers were more dominant in the NBA than the Celtics. And now they have more rings. I completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah. So, um, well, let me just say this real quick. Giannis has the most blocks for the Bucks franchise, I heard. He got that. Right? He's going to break every record the Bucks have ever had in their lives. Exactly. I, Giannis is the most dominant player in the Bucks ever. And if, ever. unless Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would not Kareem, have left the Bucks, but because he left. Because he left, you think? That's he, why he left he, to the Lakers. Yeah. But he was still he was crazy. A beast, but if the freak stays in that team, he's going to be the best player that has he ever been. He might not, though, because he did make an announcement saying that he won his championship. That's it. Now. He doesn't see himself with them in the future, per se. Like he, he, he doesn't did not say that. I think he said something like in my in the end of my career or like my last year, it might not be the Bucks. Find me that quote. I can't picture him saying some craziness like that. He might have been joking around with his whole Oreo cookie stuff. I mean, he Giannis chokes, <laughs> chokes jokes a little too much though. Like he be. <laughs> Have you ever dipped Oreos in milk? He said. He says what strange the heck? things. Definitely says strange things. All right, that's gonna wrap it up for us. Um, just in the Bucks played the Knicks today. They beat them 112 to 97. Giannis scored, had a triple double, 20, oh 20 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists dominating as always i think we, I, th- I think it's time that we bring in a uh, a knicks super fan maybe we'll get uh the Howie back in here oh uh, say it all, but what's happening with the knicks i they mean suck. they're back to just being the the same old knicks i don't i don't think that i think they're a good team still Are they're they? just getting off to a slow start I but i the thing is with the knicks you can't they can't get off to a slow start because Last season was like their first like okay and like good season. So I still don't understand what went so terribly wrong with Campbell Walker. I mean, come on. Why the, would you bench him though? I think he's not even letting him play. And I, I think a comment from um, from Tim Timber though, who's obviously a really good coach, was something along the lines of he doesn't bring a winning culture when he's on the floor. That's crazy. That's stupid. I think Kemba Walker is such a great leader, but uh, well, New York, the New York Knicks. Think about this: it's hard to be a leader in that in that whack team. Well, well, they got Carmelo Anthony. Well, here's the other piece: there's always something with the coach. Like ever since he pulled Kemba Walker, he hasn't played in the last six games, six straight games he hasn't played. The Knicks are one and five in that span. <laughs> And There's his still- replacement today, what was it? No, on Friday, he was 0 for 7 in 37 minutes. And then they had a blowout loss or whatever it was in a blowout game with the Pacers. He didn't even play him then. Like, dude. I think he show- he shows no value anymore to but, the Knicks. But how? Like, and- is he that bad? Yeah, he is. He's not, he's not the same combo anymore. And I think the Celtics ruined that because he got used to passing then. Yeah. 
Kemba and the Hornets, he would drop 50 dead. 50 points. Yeah, he used to be that guy. Now, think about Kemba now dropping 50. It's like, eh, Listen, okay. if, 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 if Rose could do it, <laughs> I think Kemba could do it. Rose is dropping 50 now? I'm just saying, Rose can drop 30. True, like, true. Where, like, where did Rose find his fountain of youth? And it's, and it's because, like, that's, he's one of Tom Thibodeau's favorites. Like, he's got to put the ego in the favorites. Tom Thibodeau is not a great... I mean, here's with Tom Thibodeau. Actually, suddenly when he came in, the, the Knicks when he became came relevant. In, they became a playoff team. That is correct. So then he likes I he likes Rose. If that's the case, I think then Kemba Walker's just not good anymore. I mean, he cannot be so bad that you can't use him as a backup to Rose if Rose is indeed The Thunders starter. let him go, Dad, as well. So what if he was they on the Thunders? Thund- Kemba, you remember in the offseason? Oh he was a he was supposed to play for the Thunders. Then they traded him to the Knicks for some draft picks or something. What a, what a time. That sucks. I feel bad for Kemba, but hey. And with that, I want to give a shout out to Lennox Dolan, one of my best friends. Happy birthday, Lennox. Um, he came, he was, he has been a special guest in this podcast for like at least three episodes. That's right. So shout out to Baseball Talk. That's his podcast. And, and yeah, shout out man. to him. He also had a nice game on his uh, birthday game. Oh, on the yeah. AAU and team. the AU game yesterday, he had like eight points. Yeah, I think he dropped Pretty like nine nice. points. Some nice, a nice little crossover move with yeah. a nice tough layup. Yeah. So uh, shout out to the hitman, Lennox Dolan. Happy birthday, buddy. All right, guys. Thank you all for listening to an awesome episode of Hoops R Us. See you next episode. Peace. Peace.